inspired in the now, not by worrying about the future. You're with me, Angelique Detoy, sharing today about how we keep hope alive in the now. Remember that doing it right today means no regrets tomorrow. There are countless people who would no doubt agree with me that 2020 will be written into the history books as one of the most testing and trying of modern times. For me personally, it has been a period of great loss. First losing my beloved husband Ernest in December, my son-in-law Gareth's father passed away over three months later and he was just so young. And this week, my dearest friend and mentor of 29 years slipped away quietly into glory. This, of course, is amidst COVID-19 and months of lockdown, and for me, not being able to yet return to South Africa and then again to Italy for many valid reasons. So a testing time indeed, and yet through it all, if we look for the sunshine and we look for the rainbows, we will find them. So how does one stay inspired, hopeful, faithful, and ensure that one's emotions and serotonin levels are kept in check so one doesn't slide into a downward spiral that becomes difficult to emerge from? And I've had those days too. A truth that I've known for years, but perhaps has only become my reality in the midst of deep trial, is that hope is found and sustained in the here and the now. Living in the past keeps us trapped and ensnared. One of the reasons to create wonderful memories and experiences is that so that your past becomes a pleasure to review and not an ongoing painful process. If we look at the past for too long with pain, it becomes more of our present experience, our now experience, than a distant memory. The truth of doing it right today means no regrets tomorrow, is a profound one. Worrying about the future is an enormous drain on your energy. It impacts your sense of well-being and it can easily become seriously health eroding. So how is this practically lived out when your emotions are real, your concerns are valid, your grief and trauma may have deeply impacted your life and you may well be imagining a future that causes you to fear? Believe me when I tell you that I would have ranked amongst one of the biggest warriors. Seeing the negative before choosing the positive, I was always anticipating the worst outcome in a situation because if it turned out better, then I would be surprised. And if not, then I wouldn't be disappointed. There's something so wrong with that skewed thinking. So I had to go through a deep personal transformation to become a purveyor of hope. I had to learn to believe that I would experience the favor of God in my life. I had to take him at his word. I looked up scriptures that particularly pertained to the wrong mindsets I had nurtured for so long, and I replaced them with affirmations of God's word of truth and life and hope. And he's waiting for you to do the same so that he can drench your life with hope, even in these trying times. Don't ever let lockdown cause you to feel locked out. Find your everyday moments to rise up, jump out of your thimble of water and into his vast ocean of love. There is so much that awaits you. Don't settle for so little 
when he wants to bless you with so much. Swim out to the place that is over your head, because this is a new place, an enlarged space. It is a new territory that you'll have to start gaining. Start to decree to the places that must open up before you. Tell them, here I come, here I come. Whether in your relationships, your finances, in the area of promotion, the favor of God and the invitation of God are upon you when you decide to move forward in faith. I must admit, these changes in my life didn't take place overnight, but I chose, daily chose, to make this transformation of my thinking a way of choice. It became a lifestyle. Then when grief and trauma hit my life and my emotions felt like they were imploding, I was quickly able to find my footing, to get grounded again in the truth of God's word. And my decree continually was, God has brought me this far. He's not going to let me go now. Living with determination, purpose, focus and consistency is indeed a non-negotiable for those who want to truly create a future of spiritual, mental, physical and financial well-being. With that comes abundance and deep life substance. Consistent focus and action will be a continual requirement on your part. I can vouch for that. In the contest between the river and the rock. Let us be reminded that the river always wins, not because it is more powerful, but because it is more persistent. And it's that persistence that we need to pursue. Whenever I feel like I'm losing my way in a major life decision that needs to be made, or I deliberate or procrastinate about something, I may, for example, turn to the following scripture. And this is from Psalm 19, verses 7 to 9, out of the Message Bible. The revelation of God is whole, and it pulls our lives together. The signposts of God are clear and point out the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. The directions of God are plain and easy on the eyes. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate, down to the nth degree. The wonderful realization about the Lord, particularly when I read scriptures like this, is that he is faithful and true, but he is also the determiner of life. He will always know the beginning and the end. And he knows exactly why he is determining the things that he does, even if we struggle to understand the process. He sees the end, sometimes when we haven't even started at the beginning. The true test of faith, however, is to surrender to his almighty and sometimes unexpected plans, and then to be at peace. Peace of mind Tranquility of soul and serenity of heart become the recipe for a long, happy, sustainable life. The processes God takes you through usually takes you up higher to give you a higher vantage point. Yielding to the route that God takes you on encourages good seed to be sown into good ground and for certain you will bear 
fabulous fruit. But trust takes time. And sometimes it feels like the fruit will never be seen, never be eaten. But it is for a time such as this that we have been and are being prepared. The wells have certainly been dug deep, often painfully deep. And now it is time for the well to spring up and to overflow, and yet also to simultaneously ensure that we are at rest and trust in the process. While that well is springing up, we need to drink deeply from the rest of God. Just as the drill bores down deep to penetrate the water levels underground, so your newness will burst forth and reach higher heights just like a water geyser. We just don't enjoy being underground and very often we interfere with the process to rush it on. Only we find ourselves back again underground. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it's often happened to me. Ultimately, the working of God in one's life is to reposition us when we may have interrupted our own process. It's to realign us when we could potentially be going off track, either on our emotions, our thought processes, or to refocus our sights and energies into the matters of life that are of vital importance. I have learned firsthand over these past seven months that I wasted many years majoring on minor matters, quibbling over non-important issues and worrying about the future. Worry only means that you could potentially live through the same situation twice, once in your mind and again in reality. This is why nurturing hope in the present moment is so vital to our well-being. Hope is certainly found in the here and the now. To see victories manifest in your life, you will have to remember that every time you overcome a situation, it's like passing a test and you beat the opposition. Passing a test means that you get promoted to a higher grade or level, and that higher level is created to reshape and refine you for more than you settle for. So, what is it that you need to release and let go of in this new season? since you have passed the test and since you have beaten the opposition and now promotion is yours. For certain we are not only in a new season but a new era and a new world. What can you release that will give you the best opportunity for the here and the now and so that you can reap a harvest in your future? Here's the clue. It always starts with your thinking. What old mindsets need to go? What needs to be moved out of your life? The Lord will help you all the way if you will just ask him to show you what keeps you locked up and immobile. God created you and he wants full access to your life, your mind, will, emotions, decisions, appetites, gifts, talents and abilities. 
but he needs your permission to gain access. He gave you a free will, remember? We have to say along with Moses, If you don't go with me, Lord, I don't want to go. Why? Because God knows the end from the beginning. Moses asked God to show him his glory. I've given God's glory much thought. I've meditated on his glory in deep ways. And what I've discovered is God's glory or one of the facets of God's glory because he's like a diamond, so multifaceted. We could never understand him even with all of our brilliant created intelligence or spiritual insight. But for me, how I experience God's glory is his goodness. It's his goodness that is amongst many of his other glorious attributes. One of my favorite proverbs is Proverbs 20, particularly verse 24 out of the Voice Bible. Every one of our steps is directed by him. So how can we attempt to figure out our own way? Isn't that a powerful question? When we serve the God of the universe who knows it all anyway, and yet in our feeble ways we try and attempt to figure out our own way. Paul in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, and this is out of the Passion Translation, says, I have become his poetry, a recreated person that will fulfill my destiny he gave to me when I became joined to Jesus. Even before I was born, God planned in advance my destiny and the good works I would do to fulfill it. Now that's powerfully encouraging. Those who have been promoted to glory this year have run their race. They have fulfilled their destiny and the good works God prepared for them to carry out. However, this doesn't stop us who are alive on this earth from asking God for an ever-increasing sound mind, a youthful and energized appearance, a well body and a powerfully intuitive spirit. A long-held belief of mine is that regardless of how great one's dreams may be, you need health, energy, flexibility, mobility, and a general all-round fitness to get you there. Hope is undergirded by applying common sense, such as having a healthy diet of wholesome natural foods, keep up your water intake, avoid overeating to the place of fullness, try intermittent fasting. Take regular daily exercise and get sound, restful sleep every night. Again, try to find joy in most things. Aim to live in peace with your surroundings and with the people in your life. Choose calmness and trust over anxiety. Breathe deeply and be conscious of your breathing. Know what triggers you and what your tripwires are. And break with those familiar rotten routines that keep you stuck and feeling immobile. Do you feel extreme pressure right now? Pressure that feels like stress? Well, why don't you start today by untangling that which is keeping you tightly bound in your mind and in your life? Don't try to change it all at once. Work on one tripwire at a time. Disconnect from it. And move on to the next one. It definitely helps to journal this journey towards hope. Untangling one wire at a time. 
And why is it important to write? Because writing is powerfully therapeutic as the mind connects to the heart and flows through your hands. So dear friend, you're not without hope. You're not without help. God is ever present to help you in the here and the now. Jesus promised that he would be with us even to the end of the age and even to what feels like the end of your rope. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Remember, it is God that birthed you. It is he that carries you. And his word reminds you that as a woman carries a baby in her womb, so God carries you. And he's always feeding you, nurturing you, and bringing you into a world that he has created for your good. It's okay to go slower than you thought you would at this time. Notice how much pressure we put on ourselves to perform, perform, perform. And all of that pressure is just not necessary. So what is going to remove the pressure is keeping your priorities in order. Because when your priorities are in order, they will set the pace of your process and your progress. So don't reject the processes and don't despise the day of small beginnings. You have no idea what God can accomplish through your life through these trials. Greatness, my dear friend, can never be forced. It will slowly emerge and I promise you, you will celebrate the result. A beautiful woman who is in my network who is based in Port Elizabeth wrote this piece and I have her permission to share it with you. I thought it fits in so perfectly with today's podcast. And what is in it for you? Well, the ultimate takeaway value is how much we benefit when we learn to let go, trust God, and to be inspired in the hope that we have now. So thank you, Samantha Jensen, for this beautiful piece of writing as you share your experience. In Samantha's own words, Many years ago, I was invited by a friend to a dinner dance. It was hosted by a ballroom dance institute and my friend's teacher was a South African ballroom champion dancer. When the dancing commenced, her coach approached me and asked me to dance. I am a trained dancer, but have never had any ballroom or couples dance training. I've always independently interpreted music and self-determined the outward expression and movement. As we began dancing together, it was incredibly awkward. I was actively seeking to anticipate movement, but unknowingly blocked his movement and his leading. He then gently asked me to stop thinking and just to go with whatever movement he initiated. He simply said, keep your eyes on mine, your core tight, and when I tell you to do something, do it and trust me to keep you stable. As the next piece of music lilted through the air, he began to move me across the dance floor with simple moves. As I relaxed into his leading and trusted his direction, the moves became more complicated. Before long, I was being spun and twisted into positions and movements I would never have independently considered or been able to execute or repeat. The experience was both exhilarating and extremely liberating. He made me dance like a champion, 
His knowledge and skill gave him an understanding of how to direct my movements, core strength and flexibility to his advantage. All that I had to do was relax, trust his hold on me and obey his direct instruction without hesitation or question. That week the Lord gave me Psalm 46.10 Be still and know that I am God. I will be honoured in every nation. I will be honoured throughout the world. The command, be still, is the Hebrew word, rafa. It means to let go, be weak, release, surrender, die to yourself, or let yourself become weak. As I asked God what being still looked like, he reminded my spirit of that dance. As the memory surfaced, I remembered how and when I relied on my own tuition, my years of training and understanding of movement, I had sought to lead the dance. My trained self-reliance blocked the artistry of the champion. In order to dance with him, I had to release all I knew and surrender completely to his lead and abandon my thoughts of what to do next. I simply needed to put my hand in his and allow him total control of where I was going and what would come next. I set my gaze on his face and listened and responded to each verbal clue so that he was able to initiate, execute and complete each move. The spirit simply said, that's what being still looks like. It starts with knowing I've invited you to dance with me. I've chosen you and you have my full acceptance and approval. Once you believe, just take my hand. Next, let go of the anxiety surrounding the pressure to perform. Let go of your pride and self-sufficiency based in past achievement. Surrender to my every lead. As you give up trusting yourself and your design, you lean into the glory of my all sufficiency. Surrender to the sure truth that I am in complete control. In those moments you find internal peace as I lead you through the unknowns, the problems and difficulties that confront you. When that dance was finished, I knew it was the champion's orchestration. I was simply moved by his masterful skill. The same is true when we rest, when we be still, when we rafah in the hands of God. His spirit takes charge and he is free to create according to his mastery. It's when we surrender we come to know that our God is indeed in complete control. That he is the master of the universe. He is able to take our innate and unique skills and put his splendor on display for his glory. We get the wonderful privilege of partnering with him as he extends his kingdom. There is no stress, no anxiety, just the wonder of watching him move and do what is impossible without the master's touch. Thank you, Samantha. This piece deeply spoke to my life at this time. And I hope you, wonderful listener, will accept the invitation to keep your own hope alive in this present moment by trusting God's masterful skill to order your footsteps every day of your day today, in the now 
and also in your future. From me, Angelique Detoy, please remember, hope will always light up your way. May God bless you and keep you. May God make his face to shine upon you and to give you his undeniable, underlying, ever-present peace.